podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Discover the new 3-Step Pro Partial Range, specifically designed to clean your partials and remaining teeth in three simple steps. Clean your partial, strengthen your natural teeth, protect your whole mouth. Stand up to further tooth loss with Polident Pro Partial, available at Walmart. This message is sponsored by Amazon. I want to get back to kissing the cheeks of my grandbabies, making Sunday dinner with a house full of family and lots of laughs. <laughs> COVID-19 has changed how we live and how we feel, but now there are vaccines. It's okay to have questions. Now get the facts. Visit GetVaccineAnswers.org so you can make an informed decision about COVID-19 vaccines. It's up to you. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Chuck, 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 gone. Chuck, gone. Chuck, gone. Chuck, gone. Chuck, gone. Let me rock it. Let me rock it. Chuck, gone. Let me rock it. That's all I want to do. Chuck, gone. Let me rock it. Let me rock it. Chuck, gone. Let me rock it. Let me feel for you. Chuck, gone. What you tell me? What you want to do? Do you feel for me? The way I feel for you. Chuck, gone. Let me tell you what I want to do. I want to love you. want to hug you. want to squeeze you too. Let me take it in my arms. Let me feel you with my charm, Chuck. Because you know that I'm the one to keep you warm, Chuck. I'm making money. Just a physical dream. Okay, coming up tonight on the Day Trippers, we are going to run through an excellent performance uh, pretty much all around the park against Arsenal. Great win. Um, we will have a quick chat with the two lads here, Neil Gray and Jamie Home, in terms of what their thoughts on the game were. Talk a little bit about Burnley uh, coming up next weekend also. And as always, we'll bring you the Trippers chats. Okay, lads, so we'll kick it off now. Uh, I have to say, an excellent victory. Away to Arsenal at the Emirates, never an easy place to go. Opening day of the season, and what an absolute cracker of a game it was, for good and for bad. Uh, I'm sure we'll get to both of them. Uh, Jay, you're a little bit giddy about the game. You've brought the wine, uh, which we're digging into at the moment. (laughs) Um, Thoughts on the match? I thought we were excellent in flashes. Um, I think first half, uh, everything that... Possibly could have went wrong, probably did. We looked lethargic. Uh, we couldn't get into a rhythm. Um, I think we'd have probably gone in the game nil-nil at half-time if Moreno hadn't have had you know, one of his brain farts. Um, uh, but I think you know, the, the positive thing for me is how we reacted. Uh, we were very poor in the first half. Uh, we were able to turn it around um, and really go at them in the, in the second half. And we showed in a 15, 20-minute spell really what we can do going forward. Um, it wasn't all positives. Um, I think there's some glaring, uh, glaring holes or sort of glaring issues for us there, which would mainly be around left-back. I think defensively, we still look a little bit suspect. Uh, and I still think that there's a, a massive lack of cover from centre midfield and you know given Emery can not play in there uh, I think in the first half the main thing that that I kind of found was there was no options in midfield so the defenders would have the ball um, they'd look to midfield for an outlet there wasn't one so what they were forced to do a lot of the time was go long which didn't really feed into uh, Firmino's way of playing so we looked a little bit isolated and it was just a vicious circle Um, I think once Can came on he wanted the ball. He calmed everything down. It allowed Henderson to get, you know, uh, you know, off the leash a little bit, and we were able to get on the front foot and control the game a little bit more. Um, but the most important thing is 
that we got the results um, and we were able to hang on even though it was a little bit hairy towards the end. Okay, fair enough. And I suppose let's break it down a little bit um, rather than us jumping in. And I, I know that's a synopsis, so we'll go into a little bit more detail. But um, Neil, what, what were your view on the way the first 20 minutes went? Well, the first 20 minutes to me was kind of just two teams trying to feel their way into the season. I don't think anybody was on top in reality. The formation they were playing with, the new players in the team, they were everybody was trying to find where they should be and trying to find learn how to play with each other. And Arsenal, just like it looked like they were at home, so they come in. The home team usually starts off a little bit better, but I think, um, like Jay said earlier, I kind of broke down the midfield. There was the dynamic between the lads in midfield just wasn't happening at all. I mean, and then I mean, if it's not happening in midfield, that's where matches are won and lost. When Aldam in the first half, he just seemed lost. He didn't know where he, the position he was playing in. It was looked like it was alien to him. And he wasn't used to playing with Henderson either. And Lalana and the dynamic between the three of them didn't really work because the three, neither of them are naturally defensive. I, th- I think with Wijnaldum, for me, it looked like a player that was very, very nervous. It was a massive occasion for him moving to a, a you know a, a massive club. That's kind of what I'm saying, yeah. And yeah. the fact he was playing in a position that's un- unfamiliar to him yeah, exactly. made him even more nervous. Well, footballers look for comforts. You know, they like you know they like to be in their comfort zone. And as you rightly said, there he wasn't playing in a natural position. He was playing for a new team in a big game, and every choice he made when he was on the ball was the most easy and obvious option, which I think could probably be the same for seven, eight, nine of the players in the first half. In fact, sometimes that's what you want from your central midfielders though, isn't it? To keep it simple. To keep it simple, I think, and let the three lads up front do the tricky bits. I think I think there's a new, uh, yeah, it, to find the balance between the three, but when all three are doing the same thing, it becomes crab football, so you're not actually progressing anywhere, so you're just going side to side, back, back, and, and you heard the lads in, in commentary, uh, they said it themselves, uh. Liverpool aren't progressing, they're not looking to turn, they're not looking to play on the, on the half turn, everything's very predictable, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth um, and I think that was that was the issue that we found is that all three of them were kind of doing the same thing with no penetration whatsoever so you found the likes of Mane who was picking up good positions in the pockets he wasn't able to get on the ball and actually influence the game because we just were playing within ourselves and picking the easier I option. think they looked a bit nervous to me yeah and unsure of themselves I think when they got the goal I think they kind of started to believe a little bit more but they were a little bit unsure which I was very surprised with after the full pre-season they had together yeah I, th- I think for me uh, Coutinho's goal probably masked a very bad first it's, half for him um, and, and that's been the theme of his pre-season um, there's, a, there's a counter-argument there about Coutinho too like the counter-argument is when everybody around him gets him into the game that's when he has an effect on the game oh, but I'm, I'm just talking about his inability to hold on to the ball to walk, and, and in terms of I'm, I'm not even talking about him coming with a flash of brilliance I'm talking about simple rudimentary passes he was just giving away possession and giving away possession in the but see, half. that's the thing with forward players who are trying to give the final pass. That's they're going to have twenty minutes, half an hour games like that. Even you just have to have oh, yeah, faith in them. And he came good. No, and that's what I'm saying. You know, he scores a, a worldly of a, a free kick. He <laughs> yeah. couldn't have hit that free kick any better. Um, and from then he kicks on. He is he's a great game yeah. until he, he you know until he cramps up in whatever it was the 78th minute or. Are we, the, are, we in the, are we at the stage now where we're kind of relying on him a little bit? I, I, As in, if he's not playing, we're not playing. I, I don't, I, I don't I think not. so. I don't think so. I think for the first time in a long time, we've actually got game changes throughout the forward options. And I think particularly, and I don't want to jump ahead on the agenda, but if you look at Marne, we'll probably come on to him in a little bit. Um, he has the ability to change the game in the blink of an eye. So I think, and even from the bench, you've seen Origi when he came on again. We'll probably touch on him later. Mm. You know, He has the ability to change a game. I think the key thing that I noticed, it was the time at which we got the goal. Well, I, I, t- I tell you, it, it actually reminded me, at the time he scored the free kick, I said to myself, 
It reminded me a lot of the Chelsea game last season in Stamford Bridge. Coutinho scores that goal just on the stroke of half time and we came out a different animal second half. And you know what? That is exactly what Klopp needed. Opening day of the season, get in level and, and not be having to rise them from mm. one nil down. We're actually level playing field half time. We're coming out the much stronger side. That 20 minutes was very, very, very impressive. Now, yeah, it, it was. was and, really, and I think that was even really, really good football. It was, it was great to watch. It was really exciting. And it's just kind of if we can just reciprocate that in the first half or longer in a match, we'll be like that was good enough to be anybody. It but was, and I think the, the best thing for me, like even if we hadn't have got the goal when we did, I think when I said it in the, the WhatsApp group when the lads were piling in with the with the doom and gloom, it's like it can't get any worse, lads. Klopp won't stand for this. You know, mm. we've done everything that is kind of anti a Klopp team. So let's get him in at half time and we will be disti- like massively better. And you could see in the first half there was glaring holes across the pitch that if we were at 65, 70% of our game, we would score goals. And that's what I kept saying is if we come out and at least apply ourselves a little bit better, we will be able to, to, to pick these I off. Was very with. There was in the first half, particularly the first twenty minutes maybe there was no urgency, there was there was no pressing whatsoever, there was no energy in the, throughout the team. That's why I think they were a little bit unsure. There was no positivity, they were kind of just two I, teams just kind of, it was like a I pre-season you, match in fact it was. I think you nailed it yourself there and, and um, this happened last season as well when, when you know, I think the players looked at the team that was coming out from Arsenal and, and maybe it wasn't as strong as they were, not necessarily expecting it to be, but I think they... they Stayed off, the, you know. They, they they didn't come off the leash. They they sort of sussed out that first twenty minutes. You said this earlier in terms of two teams checking each other out yeah. and seeing what they had about themselves. Um, and after that, I think you know we did come into the game. It's a great. We we have to you know Mignolet is going to be knocked probably later on in this. Um, but it's a great penalty save from him. We have to give him credit on that. You know, otherwise we're one nil down there. He can't do an awful lot with the goal. Um, so let's so let's let's go through it now, and I suppose that that is the first really big talking point of the game is the penalty that's given away. So you have to look at it it's a, for me, and on, I'm not here tonight to actually bash Moreno because I know we already I have am. some. Yeah, <laughs> I, I know we have Jamie in tonight, and he's happy to do that. So for me. I was hoping to myself, even though I'd love to see us sign somebody to put competition in that place, I was hoping, okay, first game of the season, let's see him have a steady game and just he ease himself back into the season. He went for a few minutes season. with a mad tackle he, on the wrong side. So, what yeah, did he, yeah, what yeah, was he even doing The head with his eyes closed, the well, sheriff's badge, which pinged it off at a right angle straight to their man. Yeah, the one, it's, no, the first, Neil's right, the first one where he wraps his leg around the man. For, I went down for a corner. Yeah, he, okay. you know, and then, he, then there's the header. Yeah, sorry, you're right about the header, but before yeah. that... In middle of our half, he he yet again does his thing, whereby he does a crazy challenge from behind, and on occasions he wins the ball. Mm. But I can't understand why, when it's still thirty yards from goal, he he has the pace need, to yeah, make up that, that and make a proper challenge. That's where it starts. Then it's the crazy header, which leads to them taking a shot where he lunges in and could have quite easily given away a penalty there on Ramsey. And then it's it's a crazy challenge on on Walcott. You know what I mean? It it is a ridiculous. There's challenge. There's an element though of. What's the point in talking about him? Because it's talked to death. He's oh. shit, and he's. I know we have to because this is kind of what we're doing. But at the same time, we've been talking about it for nearly a year now. He's let us down on many occasions. We're just going to repeat everything we have been saying before. He's a fucking idiot. He jumps in. He, do, he tries to wrap his feet around. He gets caught wrong. So he tries to get his, his pace and get him out of trouble. Happens all the fucking time, and it happened again today. I, I've I've took so much abuse because I've very early on with him, he seems like a winger that's trying to convince himself that he can play defensively. Now, that can be done, but I, I have to say 
his first thought is never to stop the opposition scoring. It's always to run forward and try and be progressive. And and that coupled with the fact that so he's got a lack of awareness and that co- coupled with the fact that he's ridiculously rash in every decision that he makes, it's an absolute recipe for the disaster. For example, when he made that terrible header and mm. he pinged off at right angles, you knew and everybody else knew that he was going to dive in yeah. regardless of whether the guy Ball, took a bad man, touch. Anything. It didn't matter. He, yeah. he had to rectify that. So you as an experienced defender, you win a poor header and you can see that their man is, is running out towards the touchline and he's not threatening, he's running towards the te- touchline. You stand them up. You stand up. Yeah. yeah. That's it. But yeah. with Moreno... You stay on your feet. And this is the thing that I find hard, because all players, and, and when you move to a big club yeah, like Liverpool... Like, what's wrong with him, though? Is there something missing? I just don't like, think no he's got much between, between the ears. Yeah, and, and I think that's the, the, the point that I find the hardest, is that every player, when they move to Liverpool, it's a big club with massive expectation and you can't have six out of tens. With Moreno... He doesn't have the ability to take instruction. You have to be able to learn and grow. For, and the goal, p- for their, their Walcott's goal in particular, he went, I know he was caught out of position, people can blame Lallana lost the ball, but his first instinct was to be the furthest man forward. His first instinct should be to support the attack, Agreed. not to be the, the point of the attack. Yeah, he, That's what's going on I in was going head. to come on to that there. It, you know, and, and we are going to have people who say he's given instruction to get forward. In We'll use the Twitter word of transition... As we win possession of the ball, and it isn't a great ball in from Henderson into Lallana. Lallana is slow in terms of receiving the ball and turning to be aware of what's coming on to him. I get all of that. Lallana isn't without blame in this. Yep. Henderson probably isn't without blame for, for giving a ball without information. Yep. You know, All of these things lay, lead into the goal. But at the point that Henderson plays a square ball to Lallana, in my memory right now, and I've looked back on the goal a couple of times, I think Moreno is past them. He's 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 heading for the halfway line. That is exactly at the point. my point, Steve. Yeah, uh, his first instinct is to be the point of the attack, not now, to support it. Now, as we win that ball, and, and, and it's played to Henderson, and we start to move forward. Klein, Clavin, Lovren, they move up. Mm. I'm not saying... Klein's job is also to get forward and support mm. the attack. I would say Moreno is 15 yards further forward than Klein is at I'm that sure point. I'm sure Klopp has, uh, has given him instruction. You need to get up and support the attack because we play narrow through the middle. Well, maybe he but should what stop. what he heard was, right, as soon as anyone gets the ball, I'm going to run as far as I can. Yeah. Like I, a dog. It's like Forrest like Gump. Yeah. I, I think that the Round issue for forest. me comes, you will always get an instruction from your manager. Over the years, I've had instructions from my manager. You don't take that to the nth degree. You still yeah. have to be an element of footballers have to be trusted to make in-game decisions. I think there was one with Moreno, uh, forgive me, the wine's uh, clogging my memory but it was Villarreal I think uh, made an absolutely fucking bizarre decision I'm trying to think what it was anyway we'll come back to it my point is you can't hold players hands through the game now Moreno for example he should say okay Henderson's played an absolute hospital pass into Lallana Lallana's then made a poor decision to turn without looking over his shoulder. Maybe I'll see what happens here Maybe before I, just I take the next run. five Maybe yards. I just stop my run for five yeah. minutes. Because I know that, I, I, five seconds, I know that's a poor pass. They could nick that. I'm just going to hold. But yeah, that's, see, Jay, the that's thing is, his first instinct is to atta- not to defend. Like you said earlier, he is. has no awareness. A defender who has no awareness is shit at defending and he shouldn't be playing in your defence. He was 15 yards ahead of them. He should have been waiting to see make sure Lallana got one and then with his pace he can catch up with mm. his pace but he's a fucking idiot so mm. okay so so we unfortunately concede the goal Walcott it is a well taken goal by him in fairness in fairness to him um, not an awful lot Mignolet can do there no nope. um, 
and the game starts to settle down then a little bit. You know, they didn't bash us from there on in. Yep. They played some nice little passages of play. We had a couple, didn't really look threatening. I don't yeah, think they, they were really... kind of inoffensive nearly, weren't they? Yeah, yeah, as were just, we. Yeah. As were we. You know, it had all the hallmarks in the first half of a pre-season game, yeah. to be honest. Um, and, I, and I do think there was an element, we didn't touch on it before, but I do think if you are a Liverpool player and you're going into that game and you look at that Arsenal start in 11, there might be... 15-20% here that goes this is going to be easy for us today that's what I was saying about them being or a little then, bit underwhelmed so you look at their 11 yeah, you think they haven't bit, got their players so you step back a little bit and you take your foot off a little bit and you think you can just coast the through the other side this. of the mentality of would be these are, that's a poor team there. we can batter these today so we yeah. really get stuck into them so it depends on the mindset yeah it does depend on the mindset and that's why I was going back to me saying about a cup game last year uh, my, my theory for us playing the kids last year was that sometimes the opposition will take an approach of sure it's only the kids and the the association they have with the intensity etc of what the game is going to be like drops off 5 or 10% so we move on then we're coming into to uh, half time it's probably a soft free kick if we're honest you know yes he has got his hands on Coutinho Coutinho yeah you know what Coutinho is intelligent with yeah, how he goes down it's yeah. a free. can I just make a point on soft freeze yeah Lalana's tackle there's not a fucking thing wrong with that you know what they got booked for yeah yeah. that yeah, is yeah. it That is it. and Damo said it again don't mean to harp yeah, on about the, the ref, WhatsApp group the ref but, books him there because he couldn't he couldn't Exactly, make out what happened. So he's just covering himself in case, in case oh, of water, it was because it did look rash. That is a good tackle. It yeah. was, it was, it was. They said they mentioned it in commentary. Oh, it was the intent. The intent was to leave a mark. You can do that. You can win the ball fairly and still take the man. Yeah, I think Gary Neville said it, it was. It was. Not, I don't think he used the word intent. I'm trying to think back now, but it was basically saying it's the follow. It's the momentum. The, whatever it's the, it was. It's the follow through. Yeah, I think he gets some of the ball. He gets some of the man. It's probably a free kick, but not. Scissors um, thing, wasn't it? Yeah, it's the it's so much of a scissors though. It wasn't so much of a scissors, I don't think. I, it's the trailing leg coming yeah. in and, and, and catching them. But but listen, I think if you're not sure as a referee, it shouldn't be a yellow card. Mm. I think unless you've got absolute view of it and you see, yes, that's a that's a tackle that's that's unfair, you know, yeah. Um I think you know, you, you look at that that tackle in, in particular, you wanna see that with Arsenal Liverpool though, don't you? On both sides. You want to be able to see Arsenal steaming into us. You want to be able to... Because, to be honest, the game was pretty flat. It was tame. Up until that point. It's always like this the first few games of the season. They have a new director from the FA, so they're all over everything. It'll be gone in a few weeks. I have to say, though, not to go off point, but I have to say I do like this weekend that people are getting clamped down for giving lip to to the ref. Except Wayne Rooney. Oh, did he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He left it off and nothing was said. It's because they can't understand it. (laughs) It's because they can't understand it. Yeah, yeah, true, true. (laughs) Um, So we've we've spoken about Moreno. Let's let's leave it there for the moment. you know, we look at the other three lads that were in defence because we've said about Migs, we've said about Moreno, Lovren, Clavin. What was the the feelings on on that centre half partnership? First half, he done okay. Clavin was very impressive, I think. Yeah, he's my new favourite player. Yeah, Klein is rock solid. I mean, he never does that wrong. And I, Lovren is average. Lovren seven out of ten. I mean, yeah, yeah. He was playing at his peak today. He's never going to be any better than that. But if but, he can keep that level up, I mean, that's exactly what he's starting to get reliable. But this is the thing. I don't think that is his peak. I think that's his level. And he well, was, in his head, that's not well, his peak. That he was poor. No one's even the biggest Lovren supporters. And and I'm not one. I, I you know I, I know I, you yeah, are, Jamie. Yeah. I know you're a big fan. And and well, I wouldn't and, say big big. Fan. But that's my point. I, I really I I like him as a player. But my my feelings on it are that. He's solid. He's a solid, good centre-half. That's what he was today. That's what he is most games. He's had some games where he's been an abomination. He's had other games where he's been excellent. And the two factions that love him and hate him aren't going to ever 
agree or, or come down from their their high horse because they've they've set out their stall now. I came so fuck them though. They're, like, exactly. they're irrelevant so, as well, and they've nothing so, to do with his performance. No, exactly. I think Lavrin most what's most impressive for me about him is he's starting to become reliable. You can rely he's going to get seven, eight out of ten nearly yeah, every yeah. week. Which he's is what got, you get from in my Klein. opinion, he'll never get much more than that. But if you can get that out of one and a half, that's exactly what you want. Yeah, and I you think want with repeat performances at a certain level. And I've said it a few times with with Lovren Hugh. I, I think he always looks better when he's got a big domineering centre back alongside him. We don't have that at the minute, so he is expected to to be that guy. And I think today, when anything was in front of him, he won that battle. Yeah, I don't think he got turned often. If, if at all, if my memory serves me right, I don't think he, he you know, he was made to look stupid and he, and, and he was okay on the ball. Um, so, as a centre-back, you've kind of done your job. You know, do, moving on into the second half is where we had a little bit of problems individually where people we, yeah, want we'll, some we'll come to that. But I think we'll come in, to that. in the first half, defensively, I don't, felt, I don't feel like we were put under too much pressure and I don't feel like they got in behind us too much. Okay, okay. And, and Klein, we agree, Clavin, we agree, had a good first half. Klein, we said, is decent. Let's come into the central midfield then, because for me, the captain today was was definitely back above a level of anything we saw from him last season. Oh, he was nearly playing two positions. Yeah, fairness, because to, he was he was, play, he was play, he was defensively and progressively. He, he was, was very because impressive, I thought, no. um, unfortunately, when Aldum was a little bit lost, and we've we've touched on that already. Um, it probably wasn't the great. We, we really would have been, and people were talking about when Aldum starting today. For me, it would have been Chan and Henderson in there today, and I think that actually would have worked really well. Looking at the way Henderson played his game today, if he'd had that little bit of protection from Chan there, I think we'd have been done even better again. Well, we're yet but, to see uh, Chan really play with a properly fit Henderson. No, we haven't. Think, uh, we haven't at any like point. You can say that didn't work. That dynamic doesn't work between. Uh, the, I don't think you can judge it until Henderson is. Fully oh, I, I, I and personally, Chan loses about a stone and a half. <laughs> I per- personally think that uh, that dynamic will work hopefully um, but for me Henderson was the only player in our team today that was looking to receive the ball turn out and spray the play four mm. or five times he released Moreno he released Klein with a 30-40 with a yard ball into space that they were able to run in onto and, and it really stretched our uh, I, I, I think when you look at the, the first half in particular the shape that we play, you cannot afford to have passengers. And I think in the first half, we had two passengers playing in the midfield three. Yeah. Um, Lalana, his choices were poor. Um, so that put the midfield under pressure straight away. When Alden played within himself, looked looked like a player that was nervous to be playing for Liverpool Football Club against Arsenal, picking safe options, not impacting the game. We can all play centre midfield and play a five-yard pass that's not forward. There's always going to be an easy pass on. Um so Except Henderson Lucas. had to kind of do the job of maybe two, three people. Um, and, and let's not forget, Henderson is not best when he's deepest. He's, no. he's best going forward. So he's playing an unnatural position with two players that aren't affecting the game against a, a, an Arsenal team that, that have quality. So it's a, it's a big ask. Um, I think looking at the way that it changed in the second half, I don't think it's any coincidence that when Can, uh, Chan comes on, Henderson's freed up a little bit more to, to get forward and influence the game. And also when Alden then can get up and influence the game, we then started to grow, grow, grow into the game. I think it just makes the point to me that we have to sign a defensive-minded midfielder because we cannot rely on Emre Chan for the whole season well, that's to That's why I was advocating for Stewart to start today. He may not be the best footballer in the world, but he'll fill that position. Yeah, um, And I think that's what we're missing in the fourth half. I think that would have settled everything down. Like you said, with three progressively thinking footballers playing in the midfield and one of them having to play in a position that's alien to him and it's two mid- 
other two midfield mm. partners were rubbish. Yeah. So like the thing about footballers is you don't want to give them too many choices because if they overthink things, then they often it, the game becomes complicated. Really the game isn't complicated. Like it's special just, needs now, Jay. Like Moreno can't think fast. <laughs> well, no. Like, one, one thing we need. We, I need to go back on on what you've said there, Jay. And I, I do understand what you're getting at with Emery Chan coming on, but you know, we were four one up. Mm-hmm. We were four one up when when Chang comes on, or maybe sorry four two. I think it might yeah. have been four two. But I'm saying we we scored our four goals by then. So I don't necessarily think Chan had any major impact on the change in in how we played in that centre of the park second mm-hmm. half. Um, when it was such a juxtaposition from the first half, mm-hmm. and and I think that just comes to the players being told to be a little bit more aggressive. Uh, you know what it comes from? It comes from scoring a goal two minutes into the second half. Yeah, Ronaldo, was, Ronaldo was, was um, crucial to the goal. I mean, he, yeah, he, his touch, absolutely. his little turn and his cross was fantastic. Mm. And Coutinho's you know what? little touch was lovely too, but it was a lovely goal. Really. Absolutely. And it, it probably puts the nerves out of Ronaldo's head then. Yeah. A little bit. He's a le- he just calms down. He influenced the game. Yeah. All, All of a sudden, sudden I'm, I'm good enough yeah. to play here. He has an involvement in the goal. We go 2-1 up and he goes, you know what? Deep breath. Probably, I'm okay. like personally, there were, is there an element of that with him? Am I good enough? Like he's probably in training, looking at Coutinho for me. Oh, the last one. Jeez, this is a like he has. Regardless of who, what people say, Nuka, he has stepped up a massive level at Liverpool. Expectation, pressure. Lads, I think it's. I think we know that they're good enough. I think it always just takes some time to adjust. As it's you said, there, to, the, to doubt yourself though a little bit. You know what I mean? Of he's not. It is. He's not a fella that came from the third division though. You know, I don't think he's in the in training thinking, "Am I good enough to be playing with these?" He was Dutch player of the year two years ago. I don't you know that. what I mean? But what I'm saying is, he won the league. He was. Dutch player of the year he knows he's good enough and he is good enough he's playing regular football for, for the Netherlands as well so it's just about as you say first game of the season a little bit of nerves for anybody coming to the new club you can mm. say the same about Ibrahimovic scores a goal there today you know that's absolutely a weight off his mind he knows you know, he's Mane, good enough yeah, yeah. Well, Mane, I, th- Mane I disagree with you somewhat Stephen you what? I disagree somewhat in what way? when Adam I think he he was nervous and he was a little bit unsure of himself but I'm not saying that that's because I, I'm saying to you that I don't believe that that's because he is wondering whether he's going to, to not to that club. extent, but in the back of his mind, I'm sure there was that little doubt. Am I going to get a game here in front of these lads? Like I'm playing yeah, in that, a position that, that's alien to me. Yeah, to be honest, I wouldn't disagree. All with the lads there, are fit. I'm not going to get in here, and I'm not going to get him a Coutinho, Firmino, and Mane either. So, but where, that, that what, what comes from pressure and adjusting to the pressure, like, and that that happens on a local level as well. You know, you you, you play games and you doubt yourself. And footballers, you know, for me, and I've said this. You know, till the cows come home. It's it's a confidence game. If you are high on confidence, you see the game quicker. You see the pass before it it's happens. Easier, yeah. You you know everything around you. When that ball comes into your feet, you already know that the guy is running down the left hand side, and all you have to do is sw- open your body and sweep it out. So you see things two three steps ahead. If you're not confident, all you see is the game in blocks. So you see the ball come to you. You look for the nearest man and you just pass it off. Yeah, you, you shirk yeah. responsibility. And yeah. I think that was he just needed to feel his way into the game. It was a massive game. Um, he was a little bit disappointing in the first half, but we, we, we were as, as a whole. And I think that comes down to us not having leaders. And, and I've said this, I still don't think we have genuine leaders throughout that team. So you you're mean looking, vocally or? Just, just vocally uh, grabbing, grabbing the game by the scruff of the neck. I, yeah. Um, I just, I think that we, I think we struggle. In that, in that area and I think we would massively benefit from big characters in the team I don't think we have any but the good thing is we have one in the dressing room so I knew if you were able to get those players in at half time to get a good bollocking off the manager they would come out a different outfit I, I think a lot of the time uh, characters on the field are created from the environment that is produced at the football club they're at mm. so I think maybe that's what 
Jurgen Klopp is doing. He's trying to create characters on the pitch. He's got quite a young bunch of players there. Clavin's probably one of the oldest now in our in our squad. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of young players there. He's probably working on the basis that if I can get these in, playing the way I want them to, then I can create the leaders in the squad. Do you squad. think that there is any in the squad that you think yeah, can be moulded? Yeah, I do. I still think Henderson can be a leader. And, and my point on that is that when he was vice-captain under Steven Gerrard, when Gerrard was on the pitch, he was like a little mouse. Yeah. When he wasn't in that season, when Gerrard wasn't playing football, he actually stepped up to the plate and he really, there was a big difference in him. I think he can be. I'm not saying he is. I think he can be. I think Lovren can be. I think Sacco can be. I think Chan can be. And there's, there's four players through the spine. Team. I think Carrius can be as well. So if you've got a goalkeeper who's very dominant, if you've got two centre-halves out of your four or three because Clavin has been renowned. That's one of Klopp, Klopp said that's one of his key characteristics. Um, he's played 128 games or something for Estonia. You mm. know, there's no doubt that he had... He's only new to the thing so he's not going to walk in day one. He's, you know, he's not going to walk in day one and start shouting the fucking odds mm. but I think he's going to bring something. I think Sacco, I think Lovren, I think Chan, I think Henderson... That's right through your spine. You're never necessarily, apart from Alan Shearer or someone like that, you're never necessarily looking for leaders in your front men. You're I looking think, for them just like to you're saying, goals. Steve, there is a massive opportunity there for somebody to step up and, and become the leader. Hmm. Someone like Volker who trusts himself enough. I mean, you could, you could become the centre, the focal point of the whole squad, the whole team. Absolutely. But well, that's, it's, that's confidence again. Like, who's confident enough to do that? I, I just, Not really I, is, but he just really shouldn't. I'm probably picking holes here, but I just look at that team and, and the lads in on Sky Sports sort of uh, touched on it after the game is our ability to, to manage a game is very, very poor. And mm. I think that comes from a lack of leaders and a lack of players that don't like to do the nitty gritty. Mm. We all want to play. All our players seem to want to play good football. I, I'm not interested in that. I think you need a balance of good footballers and two or three absolute dogs. Nasty, nasty, absolute bastards. dogs. And we haven't got one dog, you know. And, and I think our squad would benefit from one or two leaders, natural leaders, not shoehorned leaders that we think could do the job in a year or two. Yeah. I think you sprinkle our squad with one or two natural leaders that all they're there to do is organise. They don't have five minutes where they have a brain fart. They're always switched on. They, you know, John Terry, for example. They're rare, Jay. Don't play they, are, they are. They are. You know, your John, John Terry's, your Jamie Carragher's, people like this. You know, they don't, they don't, they don't switch off. And having them alongside an Alberto Moreno who is prone to a, a brain fart, they would reduce his brain fart because yeah. they see where the are you game. going. Yeah, where, where are you going? going? Get back in yeah. here now. And, you know, and they manage other players. Fullback, he said that about at the time as well. Uh, Enrique. Yeah, he's a Enrique. You could tell him, but he just used to give up in the end because this guy's fucking running down the wing on a hoverboard. Yeah, you, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> well, 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 Oh, he was absolutely superb. So, listen, I want to have a quick um, run through the rest of it because we need to move on. Um, let's let's talk briefly about the, the three lads that were playing in front of the midfield. Um, we had Lalana, who was probably the deepest of the three. You had Coutinho and you had Mane. Um, I think everybody will agree. Mane was... was Excellent second half and had a decent first half. Um, yeah, yeah, very, really, really, really impressed. But I me, mean, I was just saying about when Adam not being sure of himself. I mean, he's just took to it like a duck's water straight yeah. away. Before, yeah. And he is, his, I didn't watch him too much for Southampton because he was playing for Southampton, and I don't generally give a shit about them. But his level, he's upped his game from what I can see to the to the next level. He's he backs he's himself. The type of, exactly the type of guy who reacts to pressure. Yeah. 
and he performs, excels. The first person that comes to my head and I think of that notion is Michael Owen. Yeah. When the pressure was on, or the big games, he just stepped up and done it. And he, Mane did it today. I mean, he became, when we were under pressure, he was happy enough to be the out ball. Yeah. He was happy enough to take the pressure off his foot. He was, yeah, he's really, really good. I like him. I yeah. think for me... that, that <laughs> I like him. <laughs> uh, I think for me that the pleasing parts, apart from, obviously, look, going forward, he gives us something that we haven't had in a long time. Uh, somebody that looks to go beyond. Um, well, since Storage was before he got injured. But even even with, with Storage, I think, you know, Storage was dangerous centrally, uh, maybe drift wide every now and then, but Mane... Just he, he just owns an area of the pitch and he just wants a bit of grass in front of himself just to open his legs and go. And we haven't had that for a long he's time. He's probably a better version of what Sterling was in that 13-14 yeah. season because yeah. he's a, that little bit more experienced and he's probably more of a, a goal threat. Yeah, um, £30 million pounds Sterling though. Fucking joke. Ripped off. Glenn that means we got... All of a sudden he's the best player in the world then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what a judge of players I have. Just mute me there. Neil Gray. Neil Gray footballs. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and you know we, we've 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 talked about Lallana and Coutinho. Coutinho, excellent second half for the for the twenty so minutes that he was on, um, twenty five minutes. Um, Lallana yet again, you know, quite enough first half came into a great goal, an excellent finish. We yeah. have to give him that. Like, and, really and that's was the an thing that finish. you know, there's been a lot of things sort of thrown at Lallana. You know that he doesn't um, sort of weigh in with goals and assists, and I think. You know, it's great to see him getting on the end of something, and, and it was a great finish as well. That's it. You know, it was. it was a great first touch, and then he seen the keeper advancing, and just a little clip. That, it was a great finish. Yeah, it was. Um, but for me, I actually like him a little bit deeper. I know he had a poor first half, but at the same time, the whole team had a, a yes, poor first yeah, half. So absolutely. you kind of you, you park that one, and you think, okay, did you affect the game in the second half? And I think from he a, a deeper needle, hasn't he, Lallana? He does. And, 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 oh yeah, and I, I like needle. Needle. I like just needle. slap him and he'd fly away. You, you play a game and, and you turn up and you, you know that you're playing a bunch, a bunch of fannies and you think this is going to be easy today you can do what you want Jay, when he, you say fanny what exactly do you mean? Uh, I mean somebody that doesn't like the physical side of the game Neil. Mm. Okay carry on there. Thank, what you. Are you Thank you for your explanation <laughs> Jay. I'll just get back to my wine and my point Let's <laughs> go back to your wine and my stilettos <laughs> uh, No but I think with Lalana, what, what I like to see when he's a little bit deeper is and it's kind of it's weird now that he scored a goal but uh, the pressure's kind of off to, to assist and, and, and take the chances and he just affects the game from a deeper position which he's usually good at with his twists and his turns and he's finding little he spaces he came out of the Euros with that baggage didn't he that he can't finish he doesn't uh, he, the final ball is poor he does it he can't finish off That's the everything up to that point is excellent but there's the I final I still part. don't think he'll go well, on to get a lot of assists think, and goals this I season think today personally. he kind of didn't prove people wrong because there's only one match, but at least he went and done it yeah. while that criticism was hanging over his head. And, and yeah, and I, but I don't think he, maybe I'll be people proved are just wrong. Lining and hopefully, to, I am. people are lining up to nail him with the first opportunity they get. But that's siege mentality. People have made their mind up on him and they don't want to change. And people aren't man enough to say, "Do you know what? I was wrong about that person." And that's fine because you get that in every fan base. But I think you know he was very poor in the first half. He was doing everything that he usually does wrong. He was making poor choices, too many twists, too many turns, not affecting the game. He does set the press sometimes, Lallana. If you know. He's key to a Klopp team. And he, do, he didn't do that in the first half. He's key to a Klopp team. And I think in the second half, he, he took the bull by the horns and wanted to impact the game. He ran beyond. He took a chance. Um, I just like him in that deeper role because I think sometimes a central midfield role can come compact. Um, and when you find somebody that's so comfortable on the ball like he is, he can find little pockets to turn, twist and create and turn a, a defensive kind of position into an attacking one. He's going um, to struggle there though, isn't he? In a, without a defensive midfielder in there with him that he hadn't got today. So but that's probably why, I, I feel that's why it was really difficult for the trade him in there. But listen, we've gone over that. Carry on. No, that's fine. No, it's fine. It's fine. Um, in, in terms of then, Firmino played up top 
for 70 minutes, 75 minutes. First half, ineffective. As you say, the, the style of play didn't suit him. We didn't, we no. didn't play to his strengths um, because it was a nervy first half. Second half, we start getting a little bit more advanced from our from our you know midfield attacking three, um, and he has the ability to drop off, pick up space, and that's where Neil said he had an excellent game. I didn't think he had an excellent game. I think a goal would have rounded it off, mm. or a little bit more involvement in in the absolute final third. But I think his ability to drop off that fifteen yards, ten yards outside the box, pick it up, and to retain in, possession. I can't retain, remember him losing yeah. possession really in all. Honestly, no, he was really, it, even in tight spaces. Only a couple of times really, did he really, do it. I thought he was really impressive. I, I thought mean, the first was, half he was isolated on his own. Of course he was, but in the second half when he came into the game and we got into it, he was the catalyst for it nearly. Although we say Coutinho got the goals and that, but he kind of his level stepped up immediately. Mm. And his first touch, his little bag of tricks and all, he's really, really impressive. And I was kind of judged him a little bit too soon. I don't mind saying that. I was prejudiced there. You're man yeah. enough to do that. Oh, That's I was, good. Yeah, I'm not man enough. I'm just honest. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still on you, boy. I'm a I little think, boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think for me, for me, you now I have to hold my hands up. I'm, I think he has a lot of potential. I yeah. think he has a lot of ability. I just get frustrated because I don't think he shows it enough for the type of player that for the type of ability that he has. So people might see that as me not being a fan of him. That it's it's the opposite. I, I believe in him, I just don't think he shows it enough. You're like so, you're like that that school teacher that just sees the potential in the kid and they're just not applying themselves. Exactly. Yeah. They just need an arm and around him. You know what I mean? Back after PE. <laughs> oh no, 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 Neil, this is not confession. Confessions of a serial killer is our <laughs> other podcast, mate. We'll do that on Thursday <laughs> night. I can't wait for that. I have a few things I need to get off your chest. <laughs> I'm getting a priest yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I've I've don't, arch- don't get a priest in Sale. <laughs> the last thing I did. <laughs> I've Archbishop Desmond Tutu on the line. Yeah, he's going anywhere. An oral investigation. Um, so, so. <laughs> but yeah, in, in the first half with, with Firmino, I just felt that he, he wasn't affecting the game. And I think that was the way that we played. Uh, you know, it didn't suit his style. He looked ineffective. He looked a little bit lost. We weren't able to hold the ball up top, which meant that we were constantly under a little bit of pressure. However, that changed in the second half. And I thought in the second half, I thought he linked play very, very well. I thought he looked dangerous. I, I'm kind of with you, Steve. I don't think he was excellent, mm. um, but I think he was effective. Yeah. And that's that's all you can ask for. I think we looked... When you brought Origi on, for example... Um, like I, I, I'm, I'm a huge fan of Origi. I, I think he'll actually be our number nine this season. Once I think we get he will be coming over time. Like, yeah. I, I say that. okay. I, at some point, I would nearly love a change in how we play to see... What storage and, storage and, and like yeah, Because yeah. for me, Daniel Sturridge has played his best football for us with somebody up beside him. And to have Origi, who's really blossomed, and again, he comes on today, 15 minutes left, and you're thinking, what's he going to do here? He comes on, he's so physical. He was just in, somebody said he was in Didier Drogba beast mode. He was just <laughs> yeah. like, he was just having none of it. Nobody was shaking him off the ball. And... I don't want to put see on a lot of bulk muscle. It's brilliant though because he's he's a lad that can he's a lad that can carry it. He has the yeah. frame for it. And uh, Neil probably on reckons he's, he's on the yeah, tubes. Yeah, he's out of his face there. All of them. I got a bag of sackos at half time. Did it? <laughs> bag of sackos. <laughs> um, the, the difference he makes for that Give fifteen minutes. <laughs> The the difference he makes um, for me coming on in that 15 minutes is is huge. And it it really leads us into the next game. Um, I think for Origi, when he came on, I think the thing that I liked the most, and it's not for one second that I don't think Daniel Sturridge should be in the team, because I actually think that... No, I have to say, just just to finish on on Origi and Sturridge, I don't want that to seem that... I don't think Daniel Sturridge should be in this team. I, I think he's our most talented player. I think he's an unbelievable striker in the right system. I think he only 
looks effective in a two. And I think in a Klopp team, he looks a little bit lost, but he's still prone to a flash of brilliance. I would love to see, like you said, Steve, I'd love to see them in a two, but I don't think it's going to happen. I think for this system, the, the reason why I like Origi is he gives you two options. He can take the ball into feet. He can occupy a centre-back. He can pop it off and spin which I don't think Firmino can do. Sometimes he looks a little bit lost. He gets the physicality of the Premier yeah, League. Yeah, he, Sometimes he, he, he gets doesn't stand up, up to a big centre-half too he's well. He's good in the air, I'll give him that. But He's good at the flick-ons, but the physicality, he gets a little bit drowned. Whereas Origi can give you that. He can occupy a centre-back against his back, roll him, pop it off, spin. Or he can just say, knock it into the space, lads, and I can and go. go. And that's why yeah. I like him in this team, because he gives you that variety, you know? Yeah. Uh-huh. Sadio Mane's goal. <sighs> Had on the vinegar strokes there. Had on at the time I had. It was there was action downstairs. Oh, what a goal! I was like, "What the fuck are you doing, chewing your muppet?" Oh, nice one. I was in the house on my own watching it, and the noise I made when that went in, I was like, "What?" I think, I think, yeah. You had just said he's mustard that lad. Did I? Yeah. Okay, so we we move on. Kevin, can I just say one thing about the tactic and the formation? Right. Yeah. Go ahead. We're kind of waxing lyrical about how good it was, and we need that one man up front who can change it and it only worked for 20 minutes today we were kind of rubbish in the first half we were brilliant for 20 minutes and then they scored two goals yeah. so we can't get carried away too much because they well, I'm glad you raised that. performance for a fraction of the match I'm glad you raised that because beautiful segue in the, in the post-match comments Jurgen Klopp actually comes out and takes some blame for that he said I got involved in the celebrations I've got Sadio Mane on my back giving him a fucking jockey back after the goal he said and he said Everybody loses their train of thought. Everybody loses their concentration. We think the game is done at 68 minutes. And he said it wasn't, you know, or, or whatever point that, that goal went in. Sorry, I think it was the... the when actually got six, to their second No, goal. the 63rd minute, yeah. I think it was, when, when we scored our fourth goal. And he said, that's 63 minutes into the game. And I, as the manager, have let everybody lose their concentration. It's not a last-minute goal. You know what I mean? And, and I loved to see that because that's him taking, taking it back yeah. on the chin. And it's something we haven't had in a manager in a long time to say, listen, a 4-1 up, I let us lose our concentration. He's deflecting there, though, yeah, isn't he? Yeah, he's deflecting, but, and, yes. but he's right, too, because he shouldn't have got involved with that with them. You he's, know what I mean? He should have been telling them, relax, lads, fucking half an hour left. Keep your fucking head on the game and make sure for the next five minutes we're solid here. He's, he's 100% right. And the reason that I say this is, and I hate to go on about when I played the game because it, it's at a much lower level but it's still it's, some of the things still ring true so you know you're, you're playing in front of 4,000 people and it's this weird wall of noise it's just it's noise and when you're in the game you're so focused on the game that everything else is just outside noise You don't nothing breaks your concentration you just follow the patterns of play and you do your job when the ball goes out of play or when there's a break in play you allow yourself to take in your surroundings and then you lose your concentration and it's difficult to get back into it. So if you're a player, for example, that has this situation where your manager's getting involved in the celebrations, it's an extra addition to that breaking concentration. Yeah. And he's absolutely right to say he shouldn't have given that to the players because then they, if you're a player, you think, this is done and dusted. Yeah, absolutely. We're celebrating so, with the gaffer. It's the done. gaffer's enjoying that it. Yeah, goes exactly. back to your point about leaders on the pack then, doesn't it? I mean, that's exactly Being able to manage the game there, and say, hey, Get the fuck over yeah. here now. What are yeah. you doing? This game's yeah. not dead yet. Go over and give Klopp a slap in the face For as well. 15 minutes. <laughs> get out of <laughs> <there. laughs> 
for 15 minutes, you get out there and you keep, you keep the game yeah. simple. You yeah. don't give anything away. Yeah. You give no silly fouls away and you don't lose a battle. And we'll see this game out. But for the next bit, it's always, it's the same old thing. You can see the goal. Uh, you score a goal. Most Five dangerous minutes. You, you score. You, yeah. you'll score well, you, like, can, we, you could potentially have... concede one straight after. And, and that's because of a lapse in concentration. We have been saying for a long time, though, that Liverpool have a load of chances. They don't take them. And it's so frustrating. If you only took their chances, matches would be over after 30 minutes. And at 20 minutes, we took all our chances. And then we couldn't defend that. I mean, we're never going to. It's never going to work, that, is that anything? Well, is there any point carrying on? <laughs> no, Neil, I think you should just I'm go. Out here, yeah. like. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think there's a couple of things there. If we if we look at the the Oxlade Chamberlain goal is an excellent goal on in in his you know from his viewpoint. If that's as we saw Mane doing it, you mm. could pick out all the faults of the Arsenal players and and how Mane got that goal. But we don't. Mm. We look at Mane's goal and we say it was brilliant from him. Yeah. So we have to we have to give it the opposite view and say. Oxley Chamberlain's goal is excellent. He he draws in he draws in uh, Klein and Lalana, I think it is. Goes through the two of them, turns Henderson and takes a, a shot. I think it hits it, off yeah, Wijnaldum. Off. Yeah, Lovren Lovren goes down and Lovren took a little. I saw Lovren taking a little bit of stick for this, and I don't think in any way was it his fault. He's got his arms tucked in because of you know he doesn't want to give away a penalty there. He's down to make the block. It's a deflection. If if that deflection doesn't happen, it, it go, Lovren blocks that ball. Well, He's done know, his job. You know the rule, Che. You know, if your arm is deemed to be in an unnatural position and the ball hits you, if your arm is in an unnatural position and the ball strikes you, it's a penalty. So yeah. Lovren, in modern football, keeps his arms behind his back. Um, and, you know, you, you can't really knock him for that. Uh, you know, it's it's the same thing with Lovren. If there's a reason to, to throw something at him, people probably will. Um, yeah. You know, it wasn't a great goal all round. Lalana and Klein were too, they, you know, it was they were too sold easy. too easy. Yeah, it was too I mean, easy if, for Klein. No matter what goal you conceded, no matter if it was the best goal you've ever seen in your life, you can trace it back eventually to someone making a mistake of somewhere course. and blame but it on them. The, Sometimes goals are just good goals. The, the over-analyst brigade, and this, is, and this is the thing, and Gary Neville, I've seen it uh, before the game, he was talking about um, Man United not being able to, not having leaders and not being able to play ugly and win games. Now, in this day and age, it's it's like some fans forget that some days your team doesn't play well, yeah. and it's okay as long as you get a result. And we had good today, and we had bad today. What would you like to take more of? I'd like to focus on the good. Yeah. Yes, there's there's areas where we struggled, and that could be attributed to the fact that we're missing our goalkeeper, who um, is a leader. He's sex on legs as well. Let's be honest, lads. He's you see, him, you see him on his uh, couch today. Oh no! I didn't uh, say he tweeted out a picture of him sitting on the couch watching the. Ma- it just came up uh, Super Sunday, you know, yeah. and he's there looking, looking like, like an absolute, absolute dream absolute in a vest, legend. in a vest yeah. and an underpants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ninja star picture, <laughs> yeah, broken hand. But like, that, that's the thing. Like you look at look at the players that we're missing, and I don't mean to make excuses because I'm not at all but I'm just saying you have Carrius not yeah. there today you have Matip who you would say will come into this side at some point I'm not sure but yeah he, I know what you're has, saying you know these are, these are the type of players that are going to challenge and impact the game um, you, you have these type of people and you know you are going to have bad games Yes. And, and the point is that we're missing big players in big areas of the pitch and yeah. we're going to have off days of course the thing that I would like to focus on is the fact that we were able to see this game out. We made it very, very difficult, but I think as this squad evolves, we will be able to manage our games a lot a lot better with the likes of Karius, with the likes of Matip, with the likes of Can in our side, maybe even Gruwich to a point to add physicality once he sort of acclimatizes. Good, good fee a for a big lad. What? Great fee for a big Great lad. Great fee for a big lad. No, hang on a second. That's that's a segue in then for the third goal. And and that's we're talking about Karius there. I think Carius prevents the third goal. I don't think we concede that header from that goal 
if Karius isn't going. And I tell you why. Mignolet is always rooted to his line. Yeah. He does not because he doesn't trust himself. Yeah. I think Karius is out as, at least as far as a six yard Se- box. Seven, he eight comes yards, out, it's Karius's box. That's he comes it. out, he smashes that. End of. Even if he doesn't win the ball, he takes the men. You know, it's his box. And to be fair, Mignolet did that in the first half. He came out and smashed one. I I saw the one where he came out and was like, oh. uh." The decision you make as a goalkeeper is you're not going to come for ball because you're going to stay on your line and react if it gets a flick on. He stayed on his line and didn't react. So he may as well have not been there. I just think you're selling your defenders down the river. No no centre-back. Worth the salt wants to start defending balls around five, six yards out. They just just don't. If you're a goalkeeper that can see the game, you can just come out and own that and take away the problem. As you and say, from, from the 8 to the 18 is where a defender wants to defend. Yeah. That and is the kernel wants... of the whole <laughs> issue with the defence, though, isn't it? Because they have to defend them balls because they know they can't trust exactly. him. He may come, he may not come. He mightn't even be there. And Who that, knows? And... He could be talking to his missus for a bit of confidence. Who knows what he's doing? <laughs> but that's the thing. I mean, the ho- it spreads like a cancer throughout the yeah, whole defence and then that spreads throughout the whole team. Yeah. We're never comfortable. I mean, that's the reason why I think predominantly Arsenal got so close to getting a draw today. Because we just lost confidence. We can't defend. I mean, well, I think well, it's natural. Uh, sorry, the train of thought is we can't defend the lead because we have this idiot here behind us and he could do anything at any minute. And I, I mean, if that was back in the day, for example, the one you always go back to, if that was Peter Schmeichel, I'd say, these aren't going to score because if that goes up, he's going to come and crack that. He's going to do, he, I can trust him to do mm. what he's supposed to do. There's no trust. And I, and I think the difference is with Schmeichel... And, and, and the trust gone, the relationship is over. <laughs> but it's a good point that you make, though, because I think... If you're a keeper worth your salt, and naturally what happens is if when you go a goal, you know when the, when the other team starts to get on top or they score a goal, you as a team naturally start to drop deeper and deeper. It just it just happens. If you're a good goalkeeper, you don't let that happen, and yeah. you give the defence reason to believe that that shouldn't happen. And one of those reasons is anything around six seven yards, you come and claim, and you and, and you make them believe that that's your zone. Um, but I think you know coming in, you know I don't think these are glaring issues. I think coming into sort of uh, you know four five six seven games I, I don't think the team will, will look the well, same that problem is going to fix itself isn't it as soon as the other lad gets his hand fixed let's move on we, we've co- we spent a lot of time covering the game I understand it's first game of the season let's move on to what we've got at the weekend Saturday Burnley away down to Turf Moor um, or up to Turf Moor <laughs> um, over we've got yeah whatever um, in terms of what we're looking ahead to let's briefly um, have a look at what we think the way we should set up Looking at what today was, um, you know, looking looking at the way we set up today, who's likely to be back, etc. Let's have a quick look at what way we think we should set up. First of all, let's talk about Burnley for the little bit that we will we will know about them. So they've, you know, they've they've got some decent players in their side. You know, Gray up front is actually, a, I think he's going to be a decent striker. He's this in my season. fancy football team, is he? Yeah? yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's going to be a decent player. He's 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 along the lines of Callum Wilson. You know, he's he's strong. He's he's the exact sort of player that in the championship will be very strong. And if he can make that step up into the premiership and score them 10, 12, 14 goals, similar to what Ings gave them, then they're in with a fighting chance. Um, they've signed John Flanagan um, for, for rifle. Yeah, no, uh, Out of curiosity, can he play against us or is there a rule? I don't know. I don't know whether we've put in that yeah. to stop him uh, playing I hope or so, because he's rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> with a bit of luck, yeah. <laughs> um, and actually today they signed Stephen Defoe as well, the Belgian centre mid. So that's actually a good signing for is a club like Burnley. He is, yeah. He's yeah. a legend on championship manager. Yeah, <laughs> yeah a, lot, a lot of the analysts on Twitter. Oh, it's a different fella. He uh, must be 50. <laughs> a, lot of the, a lot of the analysts on Twitter will know Stephen Defoe from uh, where they get it. most of their, their information from. <laughs> But uh, but yeah, so so he's uh, he's signed uh, today, as far as I know. Um, so I think that's gone through, and it should be all signed and sealed by the time they lost one 0 yesterday to Swansea. 
tight enough game. Oh, I still um, watched, actually yeah, watched Le- some of that. Yeah. Uh, Le- Leroy Ferris scored on his debut. Um, actually, there's a player I really like as a, just as an aside. I really like him. He's really. I don't know. I'm, I, the few, you He's know, as good as Wijnaldum. Anyway. I think when you look at the, the, the game against people like Burnley, I think irrespective of, of how they're playing, the players they have, we should be going there and, and winning the game. And, and I think the, the great thing is that I, I'd have took a point at Arsenal. Yeah, and we're going there with three. That's what that's what I predicted. You, you I, know, I thought and, and, and I think going into that now, um, I don't see any reason why we don't turn them over. Um, in terms of would I change the team? Uh, I'd bring Milner in at left back yeah. if if Moreno. But, but no, knowing Klopp, he, you know, he might put his arm around Moreno and say, "Get out there and try." Because as a footballer that's made a mistake in the previous game, all you want is a chance to rectify that mistake. Yeah. So Klopp being a good manager probably would give let's him an arm. Fair. Let's be fair to Moreno. He was good in the second half. His second yeah, half was, was actually strong. So like, if we're going to slate him for the first yeah. half, it I'm takes. Not. I'm sure he got the arm around the shoulder yeah. today or to say, listen, or whatever, it was. whatever it was, he came out that second half and he didn't have a bad half. Well, yeah. you know, and and I think it's easy for us on Twitter when a player makes a mistake and everybody overreacts and calls him fit to burn. As a manager, you can't do that because no. you have to work with these people. It's like going into work on a Monday morning. You know that knobhead sits next to you. You've got yeah. to get along with the fucker because he's, he's all you've got at the minute. Yeah. So Klopp, if he was to sell Moreno down the river and say, "Okay, I'll pull oh. you out of Burnley," it's not it's it's you not going to make much sense. So he'd probably stay the same. I think, uh, Steve, well, you made foot. a very good point about play, putting Klein in left full. Yeah, I said about putting Klein in and putting Alexander Arnold at right full, and it, it could be something we look at. Um, because personally, for me, I take Moreno out immediately. Would you? I would have made him get his own bus home and everything. <laughs> <laughs> no, like I think being realistic, I'm with you, Jay. He might he might leave him in, but I think if Milner's fit, Milner comes in for him. For me, it would be Chan in there alongside Henderson, and I'd give Wijnaldum a rest, <laughs> and I would probably go with the set. I would probably. Lalana might be the one, even though. Well, see, no, I wouldn't. He scored a goal. You can't take him out of the side. He might stay with Origi on the bench. Mm. Personally, for me, yet again, I would like to see Origi involved. I think fifteen minutes isn't enough. But you know, what's the great thing? Change it up fitness wise. I think we're still well, getting actually, our fitness up. So Coutinho's, if- Coutinho's come off today after seventy minutes with a with a cramp. He that might, doesn't bother he might, me too much. No, but he might give him a break. I'm yeah. saying he might play Lalana, yeah, Firmino, and Mane, mm. and he might play Origi up top. But you know what's great though? It, I, and I, I texted to the lads. The, we actually have genuine even today with people missing and big players missing we had genuine options to change the game on the bench and this is without you would argue going out and buying a left back and a defensive midfielder which I think or if we're honest they're the two areas we probably need to strengthen yeah. if we did we'd say we've had a great window isn't it fantastic to actually have a squad where we can say okay who comes have, in and who, who comes out. in and who goes out and you'd still feel confident going into that game yeah yeah no absolutely What's the predictions? Uh, I, I think we win that game comfortably. I think we, I, I always find, I, I actually prefer us away from home against these type of teams because mm. there's a bit of onus on them to try and do something in front, in front of, of their, their own, own fans. Yeah. Um, and I think we have the quality to absolutely pick them off. So, um, so I, I'm going to say two now. I think we'll concede, but I think we'll score three. Three okay, one. So three one. Yeah. Okay. Make, makes that for the I'm going to say we actually. I, I think we keep a clean sheet against them. I think we keep them quiet. I'm going to say two nil win. That's and it's the prediction. same centre backs. You go same centre backs. Same, in. same. So probably, I'm, I'm going to go. Yeah, same back three with with Milner if he's fit in to to slot in where Moreno is. If not, I'd leave Moreno where he is. And how do you think that Matic finds himself back in the side? Do you think he's he doesn't he's, for a while. You don't. You think no, he's on the I'm bench? North Sacco. Yeah. I don't think either of the lads did anything wrong. And I think similar to Sturridge getting back in or Origi getting in until somebody justifies being dropped, which is why I think Shan 
should come in to centre mid alongside Henderson. Yeah. Because I don't think Wijnaldum did enough today to to warrant keeping his his place. Mm. Um, and and at the end of the day, I think. I just want to see Chan and Henderson play together. Yeah, but to that's be life at the big club, isn't it? Yeah, like you have to wait until yeah, someone gets yeah, injured no, to take on the over all For me, for me, matchup. He was good. I, th- I thought second half yeah, he, he was, was good. He affected he was, the game. He was decent. Yeah. He was decent. It was because he was very, very quiet first half. So yeah. for me, I don't see matchup as the prodigal son, you know what I mean? Or the, he hasn't the, left yet. The answer, the answer to, to, yeah, true, he hasn't gone anywhere. <laughs> Apologies. Back up your cliches with yeah. facts. <laughs> if you're going to come at us with biblical cliches. The second least, coming at least yeah. of when we say hippie was the first one. <laughs> um, no, I, I just don't see matchup as the, the, you know, the silver bullet then mm. to, to, our, uh, to our issues. Mm. For me, I think he's liable to make mistakes in the same way our other centre halves are as well. Yep. So, you know, there's no reason why he just comes in and takes his spot. So for me, Miggs, Klein, uh, Lovren, Clavin, Milner, Henderson and Chan with Lalana, Firmino, Mane and Origi up top and I'd give Coutinho the week. I'd, I'd bring him along, give him 30 minutes at the end. Yeah, I mean, I've got no problems with Coutinho. Like, the first thought, and I'm sure you were the same, hamstring. for hamstring. But he, like, didn't, oh, he didn't do the hop. It was a weird movement. Yeah, yeah, he just slowed down. He didn't, he, I, I've pulled, I, I've torn my hamstrings three times. And when you, two of them. Well, <laughs> but when you do it, Oh, it's, you like you shot. it's like you've been shot. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's, yeah. You know, it's 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 an actual involuntary movement of yeah. the body that you do that jump. So anyway, Steve, another way you're hosting and you're telling us you're at first eleven. Shut the fuck up, will you? Ask me and Jay well, who we think is going. Listen, to say. I've listened to you lads all night, and you <laughs> haven't spoken ounce of sense. So it's going to be so hard to edit. Hell. Um, okay, Damn so you so you're going with uh, you're going with three one. I'm going out with Jay after this. <laughs> you're going two 0 two 0 And I'm going to revise that. What are you going to revise? Three one. Three one. Okay, I'm glad we had this chat. Okay, we move on to Tripper's chats. Hello, this is Ronnie Wheeler here, and you're listening to Tripper Chats. Unbelievable stuff. You ask me anything about Liverpool FC, I will answer that immediately. I'm an encyclopedia. As you know, I played for Liverpool in the 1980s, won many trophies, played with the likes of Kenny Dagleach, Graham Sunez. Oh, we what a, what a team we were. We were just unbelievable. Anyway, Tripper Chats. Send us your questions now. Ronnie Wheeler here. Okay, first up uh, in Tripper's Chats comes from Darren Sherlock and he asks Neil specifically since Ooh. Neil was in uh, Neil was responsible <laughs> for telling everybody that Jesus changed his life via the uh, Tripper's uh, Twitter today so he wants to know Neil, in what way has Jesus changed your life? It wasn't particularly Jesus it was just the spirituality that I found Some deity Yeah, so, no it wasn't even a deity Stephen it was spirituality I mean anything right. could be spiritual anything and for yeah. me it was a tree was a tree. Yes. In what way did the tree I change your life? I don't know because that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> Next one from Josh Stevo ninety five says, "Would you rather fight a hundred duck sized skirtles or one skirtle sized duck?" Who would want to fight a hundred ducks, man? That's mental. I know. I'd rather go with the the one skirtle. You would know you? what you're dealing with then? They, they, they could come at you He's from all angles. If there's a hundred of them, mate, you can only focus on so you many. You don't have to tell me. I seen a duck with a razor in its mouth some one time in a park. <laughs> I swear to God, I don't like a razor. It caught in its bill and it was attacking other ducks with it. They're dangerous bastards. Corky Park, was it? No. Gork. It was actually John F. Kennedy Memorial Park in... <laughs> I was, it was in my uh, early 20s. Goes, okay. Chances uh, are that didn't happen. Okay, next up. Hustler Frankie asks, uh, if you could win one gold medal at an Olympic event, which one and why? Shooting. Shooting. Because you'll get a job after. <laughs> <laughs> All other Olympic sports, there's no, there's no employment after. I mean, who wants a javelin thrower? At least if you're from Dublin, you won the shoot, you're hired. Uh, next up, is, <laughs> next up is Gav underscore you. Yeah, uh, he says with the widespread change in backroom staff, why haven't LFC changed their goalkeeping co- yeah, goalkeeping staff? Jay, 
John Achterberg. Yeah. Ah, Everybody has a problem with him. John's all right. John's all right. He's meant to have a massive pipe. Do you know that? I did. The longest in the dressing room. As in Willie or a back uh, door? As in, yeah, oh, Willie. Oh, the pipe art. Yeah, they did, uh, I think it was Dirk Coyce or someone did, uh, you know, on Soccer AM when they do the, uh, sort of, what are they, questions about your team? Close up of his pipe. <laughs> yeah. They said, who's the longest in the shower? And supposedly Big John is uh, Sacco now because he's selling drugs in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> That's where he knocks him out, lads. So maybe that's why John's staying, because everyone loves a guy know with a I big know exactly why he's staying, because Klopp thinks he's quite good at his job. Yes. Next question, please. Absolutely. Okay, I'm going to round up. Uh, it's a short Trippers Chats tonight. I'm going to round this up, and it's an absolutely spectacular shout by at Gegen Express. Uh, 21 hours ago, which is coming up on 12 o'clock last night, he asked, was the third or the fourth Liverpool goal your favourite? I'd like to give him a massive shout out. So, James, James at Gagan Express, and we are going to live follow James. Ask him, does he want to be the new host? uh, Yeah, listen, my job's up for grabs for sure. Uh, I think we all agree that the fourth goal was our favourite. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Now, let's be honest, the third one wasn't bad. Um, James at Gagan Express. Yeah, James Fantastic. at Gagan Express. I'm not going to bother following him. So, yeah, uh, yeah. Marnie. without a question. Yeah, smash and go. make a very, very strange. Full so. Premiership debut for us. Scores a goal like that. It's great to see. Yeah. Um, okay, so listen, good win today, boys. Uh, big game ahead next week to go six from six. And um, with that, we will have call it a wrap. Thank you. Thank you, lads. Thanks to Munster Gadgets, as always, for the continued support. Uh, don't forget to get on their site and use our promo code, which is Euro10 for 10% discount on any of their products. Uh, as always, a big shout out to the Astro Park and Tala for the use of the facilities. The bunker is undergoing renovations at the moment, so uh, pictures will be upcoming of the new and improved bunker. Uh, your trippers tonight were Neil Gray, Jamie Holm, and myself, Stephen Daly. Thanks very much, and we'll see you next week. Shut the fuck up. Turn off your laptop. We're on staycation. I'm on TotalWine.com. They have so many rosés, chardonnays, and proseccos. It feels like a real vacation. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, ridiculously low prices. Total Wine and more. Hey, imagine if all your frustrations about advertising your business could be solved right now. You should know that podcast listeners are more engaged in higher converting than any other advertising medium. So try AdHub today and reap the rewards of Spreaker's self-advertising platform. It makes it as effortless as ever to be heard by thousands, regardless of the listening app they use. Visit Spreaker.com forward slash AdHub. That's S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R.com forward slash AdHub and start using your advertising dollars in an impactful way. Sports Social Podcast Network.